Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is Sunday Skate with Scott McLaughlin, Andrew Razor Raycross, and Bridget Prue on WEI. Jim, in front of the net tonight, there seemed to be a, not a lot of pushback on the guys, and they got clean rebounds. What was the problem there? You know, we just weren't good enough and weren't firm enough. Uh, didn't start the game on time, so, you know, it's one of those games where, um, for whatever reason, we weren't very good. We got to move on to Toronto now and get ready for a team that's playing really well. That is Bruins coach Jim Montgomery post game Saturday night after a 5 1 loss to the Islanders. Bruins are down 5 0 halfway through the game. Just just never in it. Uh, but we're, we're talking about that. We're talking about trade deadline, which is coming up on Friday afternoon. I'm Scott McLaughlin with Andrew Razor Raycroft and Bridget Peru on Sunday skate, taking up to 11 a.m. So, guys, there. This keeps happening where the Bruins just have a, a bad period at some point, and on Saturday, it's the first first period puts them in a hole, and they don't respond, which is a problem in and of itself, but. To get down like that in the first place after it seemed like they finally had some momentum going from Thursday with a regulation win over Vegas, over Bruce Cassidy, the defending Stanley Cup champs. I know they were shorthanded. They didn't have Jack Eichel or Mark Stone. But still, that's, that's a pretty big win that they should build off. How do, like, how do they come out flat on Saturday? How, how does that happen? This team just can't – they can't seem to string together good periods – Good games right now. Razor, you've referenced just kind of like the doldrums of, of mid-season of February into early March. Is it just that or is there a bigger problem? Because I remain a little bit concerned about bigger picture that this team might. I know that we're not there yet, but like they might run out of time on, on how to how to get this together. 
Yeah, it's, it, it, listen, let's get through the deadline for stuff like that, right? I think I think it's pretty evident that each game is its own entity right now. It really is. There's no and and that that's another you could if you wanted to be positive, really positive, you could make an argument that doesn't happen in the playoffs either. But right now, it, it's really game next game next game for this group because and and every group because again it just is so dependent on who you're playing as well and who's in your lineup you're seeing so much this is the time of year too that they everybody kind of holds their guy out just lit well he could play but he could play but he's not etc so you have a little bit of that but again it just comes down to um needing to needing to to be up against a team that could desperately need to be in the playoffs, might be fighting for first place. And and you have so much of that right now because teams are trying not to be sellers. Players do not want to be on a selling team because they know how downhill it goes as soon as that deadline's over with. And I think that's really what they're up against right now is that that selling mentality of some of these teams like the Islanders who want to stay in it. And that's why that mo- the the momentum isn't carrying from one team to the next or one game to the next. Yeah, they're they're gonna have to to find a find a different way to play against Toronto. Though the funny thing to me is they play Toronto twice this week. They they play on the road um, on the fourth, which is Monday, and then they play them again the seventh. And the funny thing to me is those could either the Bruins or Toronto could have a completely different roster. Like cause if you if the trade deadline is the day after, right? So theoretically, at some point this week, in between those two games, there could be a a move that changes even just the Monday game from the Thursday game uh, in what, what the roster looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And and I wonder, because we, we heard from the Bruins when the Panthers were closing the gap and have now passed them for first place on the division. A bunch of Bruins players were asked about that, and the mindset was kind of, we're not looking at the standings right now. We're just worried about ourselves. But I do wonder, is is there a point here coming up soon where you start to look at the standings and maybe use that as some sort of motivation, something to get you going? Because this week, these two games against Toronto could be a good opportunity for that. Toronto is only six points behind you, and they have two games in hand. So the possibility is there for the Leafs to catch and pass the Bruins too, especially if they were to sweep these two head-to-head games this week. So should should the Bruins be trying to – Look for some added motivation from the standings. Should they maybe pay attention to that a little bit? No, they're not going to look at it from the standings point of view. Listen, they always get up for Toronto. They beat Toronto twice this season already. So Toronto owes them in a big way. Listen, you go up to Toronto and everyone is so scared of the Bruins. There is the biggest, oh my God, the Boston Bruins are in town than you've ever heard of. This isn't like you, this is, it kind of goes to that perspective thing. And, and and Bruins fans laser focused on the Bruins. Listen, I guarantee you, people in Toronto, which I'm gonna go. I literally get texts every 15 minutes about going on the radio Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon. They are so scared of losing both of these games to the Boston Bruins and falling out of the playoffs altogether. Right? Like that's literally what's happening on a radio in Toronto right now. Wait, how often saying, are you on Toronto radio? They, 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 it's, they're, they're, are you cheating on us? They are relentless. They are <laughs> relentless. Um, and it's certainly, I don't give them my best. Don't worry. Um, it, it's, it, so that, like, they are, they're petrified of the Boston Bruins up there. Back to the Bruins. They will get something out of this. They're not, 
they're not going to say we need these two points because we need to stay in second place or third place. They're going to say we need to have an effort against this Leafs team because, one, they can blow us out the building with their offense. But, two, we own them and we need to continue to own them and, and play solid defensively and, and let them make mistakes so we can beat them at those mistakes. So it, it is a good, it'll be a good week to get their attention. There's, there's no doubt that you are going to get a good effort from the Bruins on Monday night. I, you're not going to get a blowout 5-1 and three goals in the first period. That's just not, that. their attention will be up a lot more than what it was Saturday night. I have no doubt in that. It is a tough week. You, you've got Edmonton in between that. Edmonton's very similar to Toronto in that, if you play good defense, you're going to get opportunities. You're going to get the chances to win. So you get those guys back-to-back, again, where you talk about momentum. If they win Monday night, it's really hard to get that going and crank that up with Edmonton sitting there watching and waiting on Tuesday. So that's that's a good example, too, of how hard it is to keep momentum going because of the way the schedule is. But you're, I, I, I feel like you are going to get a great effort from them, Toronto. You might not win... But you're going to get a solid attention, focused antenna up because it's Toronto and because you're in Toronto on a Monday night. Yeah, they, you should like it. I, I'm, I'll tell you right now. Like I'm going to be a lot more concerned next week coming in if we get a couple more no shows with the schedule they have coming up. Because yeah, the the back to back is going to be tough. Like that's you wish the back to back was Wednesday, Thursday, two home games where you're not going out to Toronto and then coming back for Tuesday night against Edmonton, but it is what it is. Every, every team has scheduling quirks. Um, yeah, it, it is funny though. Like when you talk about other markets who, and people around the country where the concern levels, like someone, they still look at the Bruins as, you know, as a really good team. And, um, you know, like with Edmonton coming up, I was, I was on Edmonton radio when they were out there. You one were on Edmonton shows. Radio? I sure was. Am I the only one not cheating on this show? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you do college hockey. So I do. That's true. <laughs> you just got a lot of college hockey. I have hockey. Like four jobs, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of it's college. PWHL, yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they were they were asking about DeBrusque, and it's like, I know he, he's in like a little bit of a slump again, but you know, I'm sure he'll be fine. And it's like, oh boy, like Bruins fans don't don't seem to think that. Like they don't think he's just gonna be fine. You know, they're they're all panicked. They want to sell, like get rid of him. Um but that does so we've talked about you know potential players they could move listen to to me Jake DeBrusque remains the most inter- the goalie talk is is one thing i think we all agree it's pretty unlikely unless they get blown away the DeBrusque talk to me is is more real like that's one where you really do legitimately have to make a decision on are you signing him is he part of your longer term future or is it time to cut bait? Is it time to get something for him? And again, my approach would be turn around, use those assets to get another forward. Ideally someone more consistent, more of a top shore fire, top six winger, um, not trade him away and then do nothing else. But what do you think when we come in next Sunday, is Jake DeBrus still a Bruin? Oh, yeah, because next next show is post trade deadline. Yeah. Yes, thank goodness. We will, we will know what their we will know their, their team looks like for the stretch run in the playoffs, and we won't have to talk about. We'll talk about real life <laughs> rather than scenarios. In this one, this is a tough scenario for me. It's a really tough scenario for me. Um, I I don't. I wish I'd seen 
before I have to answer this, I wish I'd seen more deals with these guys. Like, I wish I knew what Gensel went for. Uh, I wish I knew what Tarasenko went for. Like, because I, I put Jake in, in with those guys. Because, and, and maybe not quite far as high up as a Gensel, but, but pretty similar. Because you just said it. Like, the perception around the league is a little bit different than it is here with Jake DeBrusque. He's a 25-goal scorer pretty consistently. 20 goals, you can basically lock him in for that, no matter how much he cools down. Um. There, there's a lot of thought that if he had that, that change of location will, will sprout him to 35 goals, 30 goals. Um, and so I, I'm curious what the value is elsewhere and, and does that value fit and, and uh, will he come back? Right. Like it also becomes into that, you know, do the Bruins actually believe that they could get him back even if he does become an unrestricted free agent? Does he like it enough here? Does can they can they find a way to put it together even after the season a la uh, Forsberg in in Nashville um so i feel like that's there's of all the players that are on the roster i feel like that he's probably the greatest possibility of going but i'm not i wouldn't guarantee it because i think that he still provides his team with value in certain ways and we've seen that the last couple of years when there was issues going on the bruins still felt and, and believed highly in him yeah, I, I've, I've made this point, too. Like, when he was playing with an elite center in Patrice Bergeron, there was an 82-game stretch from the end of, like, the second half of the 21-22 season through much of last season where he scored at a 40-goal pace. Correct. Over 82 games. So, like, that's in there. And I could easily see, we mentioned Edmonton, you know, hometown team looking for a top-six upgrade. Like, what does Jake DeBrus do if you put him on a line with Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl? Is he a 40-goal scorer? He's probably at least a 30-goal scorer mm-hmm. type player. So, yeah, it is interesting. Like, I could see something like that. Um, I don't know. Bridget, what do you think? Do you think DeBrus is here? I, I actually had a question. I That's tough. And I am not a gambler, by the way, and I am not a psychic. But uh, I personally think that they already are lacking offensively to the point where they can't afford to lose him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just where I stand on that. And I, I know we're like about to hit a break right now, but I do have a question on the other side for Razor about um, one of the factors of trading Linus Allmark instead of Jake DeBrusque um, as the big move. And yeah, there's there's something I was thinking about between the last time we talked Razor and I guess over the past few games where they haven't looked so great and into now that changed my mind a little bit about what whether or not they should trade a goalie. Oh. Okay. Um, so I want to ask Razor something on the other side. All right. Yeah. I have some thoughts on Allmark too. So yeah, we will definitely get to that. You can call in with your thoughts, whether it's DeBrusque, Allmark, something else. 617-779-7937. Sunday's Bridget, as you're trending, and then Sunday... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Skate will be back after that. Non-stop hockey talk. It's Sunday Skate on Boston Sports Original. WEEI. Andrew Raycroft did not use Dunsky no, he didn't. last night on Nesson. You know, and I know I know Razor listens. He's a he's a hardcore P one. He like he took uh, you know, he was really happy when uh, Samoa Joe was undressing me and, you know, putting me in my place. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Did a good job of it. And he, he took a victory lap. Okay. Razor. Dunsky. Yeah, there you go. Razor. I don't know. I used to love Razor. But he made a promise that he wasn't willing to keep. And maybe because the Bruins lost. He didn't do it. I should start asking Jaffe to do it. Oh, he's that's got, a, he's got a set. Not, no, he's got a, a set. You'll get he's shot. tougher. He's tougher than Razor. You'll get shot down. Razor's a big baby. You'll you'll get you'll get shot down by Jaffe. I don't think so. <laughs> Razor just just getting dragged by by Fourier. <laughs> yes, I did. You, you know, until I went on actually on and spoke of them, he wasn't quite as contentious. But yes, I didn't he say. He gets Dunsky really offended and, when you don't say Dunsky, and he tells you. To well, say no, Dunsky. I mean, like I said to him, I said, "Tell me what I was wearing on the set, and I will actually take you seriously." Because I know you didn't watch a second of that entire pregame, postgame, <laughs> or the game, and I know you haven't done so all season long, so you can't get after me too much here for you. So. Yeah, that, that was he had whoever was the night producer yeah. here, whoever's on overnights. He just had him tuning yeah, in. Yeah, and he admitted it. He yeah. didn't know. He's like, oh, it was a nice time. Like, I didn't have a tie. Just, on. Say, nice try. just say it right now, and we'll just clip it. Yeah, we'll clip it. We'll, <laughs> we'll say, hey, look, he said Dunsky. it. Dunsky. Yes. Dunsky, <laughs> Dunsky, Dunsky. <laughs> do you remember the, the the origin of Dunsky? Do you remember when that yeah, started? Yeah, the Chara thing. Yeah, <laughs> was, which was like his, he's Dunsky. The, he was the, the insider, in the right? Stanley Cup final, broken jaw. Dunsky. He's not playing the rest of the series. Oh, he's, so great. He's in the next game. Oh, yeah, he's was, like he's like I have an I inside get, source. I know the dentist. Like, or yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He literally, playing. and he was being serious. He, he literally <laughs> thought he had the inside line on it. Amazing. Well, I mean, in fairness, you would think a broken jaw for most guys is is going to be Dunsky, but. It's a Daniel Chara, not most guys. No. All right. We're back with Sunday Skate. I had to I had to ask for that because uh, I was here when he said that, and he, and he said, Razor's a big baby. I said, Nick, can you please save that off for me? <laughs> big baby. <laughs> the silliest thing in the world. Yep. 
He also said uh, uh, at a different point that I, I didn't keep that in this cut, but that uh, you can't trust Canadian uh, goaltenders, <laughs> which I don't know where that comes from, but yeah. uh, very so specifically Canadian. Yes, yeah, well, yeah, goalies just uh, like the whole specific Canadian goalie it, thing. Yeah, is and Gresh goes, oh, can you trust Canadian defensemen? He goes, yeah. <laughs> Follow up. How many Canadian defensemen does? Yeah, does zero. Yeah, he zero. He's never doesn't even know where Canada is. He's gonna be really mad when he hears this on Monday. Yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect. All right, he deserves it. Bridget, but before break, you said you you had a I question do. involving uh, Lena Salmar. I do. So my so I and I'm kind of mad at myself a little bit because um, I've qu- I'm questioning my original take on whether or not I think they should trade Lena Salmark. Because I have always been in the camp of, no, don't do it. Um, keep both goalies. You never know who's going to be healthy. You need the rotation. All of a sudden, they're not playing their best hockey right now. And we're still not sure whether or not they're willing to go to a rotation in the playoffs. And if you're not willing to go, and you're going to choose one or the other, then one of them's not going to help you in the playoffs. Like you're not, You're not getting the same value as you do in the regular season to have to if you're if you're of the mindset like and razor you've talked about it before that you think it should be more of a, a one guy not a not an even split situation well if that's the case and they already know that then they should be willing to trade Allmark for someone that can be an everyday player in the playoffs for them and that's where my brain has gone this week I still I would be uncomfortable with just Swayman I I, I like the depth of the position because if you get hurt at goalie, your season's over if you don't have one of the like one of the other ones backing it up. And I understand that. But that's also a big if. Um that that they have the luxury right now, if they don't trade him, of not having to worry about completely. But at the same time, if if one of your goalies isn't gonna be getting a lot of ice time, why don't you consider trading for a bigger piece on offense that can that can play every game, that can help you every game. Um and I would completely not have this opinion if I thought they were willing to to rotate them in the playoffs. I don't think they are. So, and at that point, my mind goes to, all right, then you might be able to get more value specifically for a playoff run if you move them and you get an offensive piece instead. So the issue, the, all of that would be great, but you're not getting an offensive piece for them. That's yeah, the well, issue. That, 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 that's, that's the problem. Exactly. So like, you, if you, you look were at, able to, to take... Hallmark a draft pick, whatever, what, and parlay that into a deal for a second line winger, or or even center slash winger, like someone that can be versatile and play either. That's something I'd be interested in them doing because I think that that could boost what they need right now. And like I said, I I like both goalies. I'm someone who's not super like not a whole lot of a risk taker, I guess you could say, and I think that's a big risk to like risk the health at that position on just one player potentially going down instead of having two. But at the same time, this that's just come into my mind over the past few days is do you really need both? If, if Swayman's healthy, if you trust him, right? Like if you already know you trust him for a playoff series and that you trust him with a whole playoff series, um, like if you would trust him with a whole playoff series, well, maybe l- it is time to move on Mark. Let me throw in an idea here because this is something that, it's just rattling around in my brain, but I think could make sense where you do get an offensive piece. The New Jersey Devils, by all accounts, are looking for a goalie. There's been reports that they keep circling back to Jacob Markstrom in Calgary. 
but the latest reports there, the Flames are probably going to keep him. He's under contract for a couple more years. Let's say it's Linus Allmark to the Devils, who are looking for a goalie not just for this year, but for next year as well, right? Because they want to retool quickly. They want to be a contender next year. So Allmark to the Devils. Tyler Toffoli is a pending free agent in New Jersey. New Jersey right now outside the playoffs looking in. Is there a hockey trade built around those two that can make sense? Salary-wise, it's Allmark $5 million, Toffoli 4.25. That works. That's fine. Tyler Toffoli has 26 goals this season. That would certainly be an offensive upgrade for the Bruins. He has playoff experience. I believe there's been reports that you know New Jersey is talking to him, want, want is interested in extension, but obviously nothing's happened yet. So no inside info from me on this, but this is just something I was thinking about of the kind of trade that might make some some sense for both parties. Well, I th- I think that w- I think it would. I don't think New Jersey's doing that. I, I don't think I I don't think goalies have that much value. I, I don't I don't think Toffoli would have went even for Markstrom with two years of term on his deal. Um, I don't think you want to make that deal in conference if you're the Bruins. Um, and and you you still need a backup goalie, right? Like you still need to go find somewhere else a backup goalie that's a million or up, two million. You don't think they can call no, Bussy or no, no Bussy and no, you can't. No, not not again. Don't forget this team isn't like eighth place in the conference. This team is like I know, but we, we you can't just have a guy. You, you can't you can't just put me on the bench as well, a backup goalie, right? Why like not? because it, it would it, it doesn't work. <laughs> you don't want to. I, I, I mean, I, I get that you would be in trouble in the playoffs if if something yeah. happened to Swayman, but for six to seven more starts or whatever you need down the stretch from a number two goalie. And I mean, well, it's easy for us. Again, this is, this is, we have to be careful, right? Let's think about actually being in that chair, making that decision and having a whole organization underneath you and just doing that, right? Like that's why that doesn't happen. You, Cause you, you, you can't, you can't do that. If you're if you're in charge of a billion dollar business, you can't you just you be can't like, just bring up bussy and, hope for the best is that what you're saying yeah no i i don't i don't see how that but like if he is limited though like if he does only need to take say 33 like a third of the starts and swayman still takes two thirds like are you concerned with him doing that like can he handle that and then obviously playoffs would be entirely on swayman no i'm just i'm, I'm just saying you just you can't like you, the they, they they again. It goes back if if they were the Ana, Arizona Coyotes, that would be one thing. But they're literally it's it's the Boston Bruins, and they're in second place in the National Hockey League. So what in you're points. saying is so I'm saying too you big can't, of a risk. Way too big of a risk, and, and just for just for a, a, to to do it now again. If it, it's a, it, the reason why none of these goalies are getting moved because they're summer deals, and none of the teams want to do it either. Calgary doesn't even want to move their starting goalie right now. In, in being afraid of what will happen to the team the rest of the way, let alone, and they're not even in the playoffs and probably won't make the playoffs. That's why Markstrom's not going there because they're not getting the value back from New Jersey. It's it's not the other way around, right? So that's, I think it's They don't it's just, have the same kind of redundancy at the position that Boston does. What do you mean? Like when, when you have Swayman, like when you have a 1A, 1B the way that Olmark and Swayman are, like that's why that's why it keeps coming up. It's because there's not a lot of redundancy in the roster where you're like, okay, well, if we get rid of this guy, we still have that guy. Except for at goalie, like at goalie, you do have two guys that can go and that you trust. So other teams don't. 
Yeah, and, and if you're if you are still trying to to go for it this year, if you think this team needs upgrades, like it is the one spot where you free up five million dollars that allows you to go upgrade somewhere else where it's not, you know, because otherwise it's okay. You're gonna trade a defenseman or two, bring in another defenseman that you hope is a big enough upgrade. Trade DeBrusque, bring in another forward winger that you hope is a big enough upgrade. Moving Allmark allows you to actually add without subtracting from another area of the roster. And, you know, I I, I get it. You want to have someone you trust and feel comfortable with, comfortable with as your number two goalie, but it... It's like a you, luxury versus... It is. It, it's, it's a luxury, and you're a team that right now is so up against the cap that you can't really afford too many luxuries. So... You know, I look, I'm I'm still I'm not giving away Linus Allmark, but if I can get something that allows me to meaningfully upgrade elsewhere, which I think like a Tyler Toffoli would, or you know, there could be another deal like that or two deals together or whatever it is, um I think you have to at least consider it and yeah, it leaves you it leaves it thin, but I, I think you're taking a risk if you don't upgrade other parts of the roster anyways. Like I also think that's a risk to just kind of stick with what you have and ride it out. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think I, I don't know what else to say. Like I I'm, I'm solidly against all of that. I guess I don't know what else, like how else to, to, to phrase it or, or put it in that I'm not trading a Vesna trophy goalie for a second round pick two days before the deadline on oh, no, a team that has not for a second round. Like we're talking about like, a... well, but that's not the market, but, but if yeah, you, well, exactly. If that, that's and, if, my... and if it's not the market, then but I, okay, so yeah, of course I'm trading. I'll trade. So I'm going to go the opposite of what you're saying now. I'm yes. I'm trading Linus Allmark for Connor McDavid. No, not let's like, hope that happens. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Extremes. Let's hope, but it's, I, I, yeah, exactly. I am, but it, but it feels extreme to me to, to do it. in like to say, yeah, well to fully. Yeah. Maybe that, that would be kind of cool, but, to to just say that that would be like there's no there's no reference point of that being what the market is for goaltenders. I think that's what makes it hard. Yeah, and again, I, I don't think we can discredit the fact that Brandon Bussey's never played an NHL hockey game before. Well, we're all on that yes. page, right? So yes. you guys say, well, six games isn't. What if he can't play six games? Like what we we don't know. Like he, it, 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 there's lots of guys in the minors that have played pretty good at times in the minors that have never made it to the NHL. So. To to say that we're all like I don't I think it's a little presumptive to say that we're sold on Brandon Bussey playing one game in the NHL in his career, let alone six in a playoff run down the stretch. And, and so I think again you, you have to if you're going to take all of these pieces into consideration, you have to expect the Bruins have to go get a backup goaltender, I mean, which is going to cost a million I, I bucks and two million bucks. 2021, they went into the play, and I know Jeremy Swimman had played NHL games, so it's not apples to apples. But they went into that postseason with Swayman relatively unproven as their number two behind Rask, and well, I, Tuka, I, but Tuka's not Tuka been to Stanley Cup final. Like Tuka's not this not built the same as these two guys who haven't won a playoff series before. Yeah, he, he but he was also banged up at that point, so there was a chance and you, you were going to need Swayman. He wasn't happy, Yarrow Hawk, but he was right. he was in the wings too. So it, it again and. And I would suggest that that team wasn't, you know, thought of quite as highly as this team. There was a lot. There was what that was. That was that was when no one was in the building. We were all wearing masks still, right? So that was like you couldn't really do much. It was just okay to go go on. Let, 
I think I guess the the best way to do it is I'm saying no, don't trade the goalies, and and other people are saying yes, trade the goalies. If if he pulls off a trade and he gets great pieces, I will tip my cap to everyone who said that was a good idea, and 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 there might be a play. I, I there might be a play where it does work and it's a good idea. I don't see it because I haven't seen any other goalies getting traded, and I'm seeing guys like Markstrom who should get traded not get traded. So I'm thinking. That tells me that there's no market for these guys, and I'm not trading them for a third-round pick. Or um, maybe there's one team that's desperate for a goalie, correct. And, and the price goes up for Ulmer because he's the only one available. Listen, if that happens, and then, again, I, I will, I'll be impressed with the move by Don to find that thing, and I'll, I'll come on here Sunday and say I, I was completely wrong, and I, I completely got the market wrong, and that was a great deal, and you guys were all right. I'll, I'll well, happily do that. <laughs> I'm not trying to be right. It's just <laughs> it's just that my my risk reward, like my way of thinking about the risk and reward of it has changed. Like the risk I thought was too high before, and now I just don't see the, like, the way that I'm thinking about it now if they're willing, if they trust Swayman, um, that the risk isn't as high as I thought that it used to be in my mind. So that's why I've changed to it would have to be the right deal obviously it'd have to be bringing in a winger that can make an impact of a forward that can score um and then you might be able to get more use out of that than Allmark if you were just gonna keep one goalie that's where my brain is at this week I'm, I'm a little bit upset with myself that I got here because I feel like I went from yelling at Adam Jones that this is a stupid idea to then like one day waking up and anytime you agree with Adam Jones you have to question well uh <laughs> <laughs> but but it's also like I, I think you become more open to these ideas when the team is scuffling here and and looking for ways. Oh, all right. What do they have to do? Like, how do they get this back on track? Uh, and by the way, worth noting, I mentioned it earlier, but Allmark hasn't been playing like Allmark recently either. So, you know, eight, seven, I think I said eight seventy five over this five game losing streak since the all star break. He's basically been league average. Like you're not no- helping his trade value. You know he's a fifth round pick. Well, hey, not <laughs> not not my job to help his trade value. So, um, let, let's go to David and Wellesley, who has a trade thought not, not involving Linus Allmark. Though, David, how are you doing? Hi, uh, just a couple of points. Um, as someone who watched the 2015 draft, to me, a hidden benefit to trading DeBrusque would be we might be finally able to start putting it behind us and stop thinking about it every time he's on the ice because. Taking Zaboral and Senzanitsen and him is what's killing them right now in terms of death, I think. And the other thing I wanted to say was that I can't believe that Andrew Raycroft thinks they should go all in just because of their record. I mean, last year they got Orlov and Hathaway at the deadline, pretty tough guys, and had an over, you know, the greatest record ever, and they folded in the playoffs, and everything we've seen so far suggests they're going to fold in playoffs again this year. So I, I don't know where that thinking comes from. Uh, they also don't really have the ability with the cap space unless they go through, you know, jumping through hoops to try to even do anything creative. Uh, to me, I, I think you should just sit pat and take what's going to happen. So okay. those are my thoughts. All right. Th- thanks a lot, David. Uh, all right, you lost right? me a 2015 draft. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, it's it's nine years ago. Like, whatever reco- – yes, they – they blew it. Wasn't good. Should have gotten better players. But whatever recovery you have to do from that, like it's happened. We're we're nearly a decade past it. Um, it it is what it is. Like yeah, sure, you'd love to have Kyle Connor. Matt Barzell would have been a nice player to have. 
Thomas Shabbat. How do you fit those guys under the cap? They're all making ten right. million. Right. So if, how do you make? If, how do you fit those three guys making ten million? If you had, if you had drafted Barzell, you're probably trading away Krejci at some point before the end of his career. Like, yeah. Listen, I was uh, for a while. I was as big a fan of ripping that draft as anyone, but <laughs> we're nine years past it. Like it, it. So so much has changed. There's been so many retoolings of the roster. It. I don't think that's a factor this year. Like, no, okay, so uh, uh, yeah, his point of why we should look at their record and and it, that's the only reason why we should something like that, right? Like, I, why I'm yeah, he, big he on a, this team because of the record. And then he went to last year. Well, they had a great record and they blew it in the play. So we just don't. It doesn't matter. Like that's what, I don't understand that. I don't understand any of those arguments. I don't. So so we just stand pat. Don't ever try and get better in life. Like, everybody just stand pat. We'll all just stand pat. Don't try and get better. Don't try and do better tomorrow. Just stand pat and and hope for the best. Seems like a re- that, that's how all of these guys got to the highest do- profession in the, in the world. That's how they got to the highest level of their professions, by just standing pat every day. It, it, it seems that, like a real, like, C's get degrees kind of mentality. Well, <laughs> like, we're just going to skate through, get the C... Making it to the and again, playoffs. I go, of course, I know Orlov and Hathaway and Bertuzzi aren't coming. Like, I get it. We're not pushing all – they can't push all the chips. I get all of that. But but to say just stand pat and not try to make the team better is, like, so defeatist and, like, sad to me. Like, why would you have – why would you call, Why would well, you have that mentality on anything? I don't – Before we get to this last break, Riz, I want to get your thoughts on this because, yes, players, coaches, they can't – Throwing the towel, like, yes. I'm going to jump in just real quick because that goes to, like, yeah, if he makes a deal and trades a goalie because it makes the team better, then yes. Like, right? Like, I don't think, I don't think, that's my opinion that it doesn't, I don't think they can make the team better by trading the goalie. But if he does and they do it, I'll be the first one clapping because that, that will mean that, that's trying to get better. So sorry I had to jump in on that because that no, that kind of good. barbells yeah. my side is that I'm not I'm not negative on on any move if they make it and they think it's because their team's getting better and and if we if there is a path to trading a goaltender for a player that does make them better and I, I, again I'm going to champion that I, I really would. Okay, so let's say because of all these things we've talked about the cap space, the assets, trade market, whatever. Don Sweeney does end up standing pat because he just can't find the right deal. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything before Friday. What's the reaction in the locker room? How do players react to being a second-place team, being firmly in the playoffs, your general manager doesn't do anything at the deadline? That will depend on what happens around them. But it can be negative. That like that can be negative, too. And that can... that they're. We saw the excitement last year when all those three when those three players came in and, and wow, we're the best team in the league and we're going for it. Like there there was absolute excitement and you can you do get a bump from the deadline one way or the other. And I, I think that's an important message for the team to send as well. Listen, if nothing happens basically across the Eastern Conference because basically no one can make a move and Don Sweeney goes down and has his meeting with the guys and, and says, or with at least with leadership, and says, listen, this is what we do, and this is what we had on the table, and this is how it went. And and that, that message is sent one way or the other um, around that deadline. And that, that will be okay, but I think if 
If Florida gets better, the Leafs get better, the Rangers get better, Carolina, Hurricanes, Tampa, Detroit all make moves, and then and Bruins just don't do anything. I think that'll be you can be discouraged by that as a player, certainly. So again, a, a big mental piece of all of this, and why you know trying to get better is always really important. Because and and just saying. When I hear selling or standing pat, I just hear it so negatively. That that could happen where you don't make moves or nothing happens, but it won't be from a lack of effort or, or a lack of care. There also is a mental aspect to trading someone off the active roster too, though. Like the you way have that to be Allmark, right about yeah, it. Yeah, like if if Allmark, they they like Allmark, right? Like it's not him and Swayman are legitimately best friends. How does that affect the mentality of the team? Well, that's it, and that that's where you go. Like if you trade again, and I know you guys aren't saying trade him for a draft pick but you know what if you're a player in there and you're saying we just trade and i know you're not saying that but i'm saying if it, if it is that just to get a piece for somewhere else but it, yeah. that piece is a fourth that, line energy winger yeah okay? that's, that's not an investment at that point that's, that's right yeah. exactly so that's what management has to be careful of doing these things just to do it it has to be really well thought out because everybody's watching the, the guys are watching every single deal come across the board they know who's getting who what team's getting what and and that's why this week can be can be important. And and we see those small little deals like Rich Peverly. I love the the mythology of the Rich Peverly deal. Uh, that makes a difference. And and some team will talk about the Rich Peverly deal forever because of what they did this week. All right, we got to catch our last break here. Final segment of Sunday Skate coming up, taking up to eleven a.m. Razor, I know you, you have to run, so we will be right back after this on Sunday Skate on WEI. Dunsky, yes. Dunsky, Dunsky, Dunsky. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Sunday Skate on WEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. All right, welcome back to Sunday Skate. Final segment. Razor had to run. Bridge of Proust still here. Yep. I'm Scott McLaughlin. Uh, let's right off the top here, since we only have a few minutes left, take Phil in New Hampshire, uh, who has a thought on, on trading a goalie. Hello. Happy Sunday. Hi, Phil. Happy Sunday, uh, Phil. Thank you. Um, listen, I think, um, you know, last year we had Linus, right? And we had like, we had Swayman breathing down his neck. They were close, but at the same time, there was that healthy competition. Um, I think now that it's flipped and they're so damn close, that I think that the healthy competition thing is, is gone and it's just like nothing matters. It's like, hey, you know, three goals a game, yay. I honestly think that trading Linus or Swayman, who, but I say Linus, trading Linus would, and having Bussy breathing, breathing down Swayman's neck is probably a healthier thing for the team itself. I think that our goalies don't have edge anymore. They've turned into the same goalie. They have terrible rebound control. There's no there's no aggression anymore. It is it is bad in that that our goaltending is bad right now. So I don't know how you feel about that, but when I watch this, it's a glaring to me. 
Yeah, thanks, Phil. Uh, yeah, both goalies have had some off games recently since the All-Star break. And I think that's really. why my mind has changed to, to the point where like, right, I'm it, willing it, to go there. Yeah, because it's kind of like if, especially early this season, at times last year, like they bail you out when the rest of the team isn't playing all that well in front of them. If that's not really happening, which it, it hasn't happened as much this year, certainly not in the last month, then, yeah, it's having that tandem isn't as much of a strength as it once was. Now, yeah. I, I still think they could get back to that because I do still think they're both good goalies. And I still think you have, you know, you have one of the best goalie situations in the league, period. So, like, I wouldn't totally give up on one or both of them bouncing back in a big way down the stretch. But yes, right now, it's very easy to look at and be like, well, is that even really that much of a strength? Because it kind of hasn't been. Yeah, it's and it's like, is it a big enough insurance policy that it's that you're you're not willing to to move away from one of them? And Scott, this is for you. Uh, I get to pick the <laughs> outro songs, and Scott, this is an inside joke. Uh, you know what song is this? Uh, yeah, the, the, this is Creed, which <laughs> is a, a favorite of the skate pod. So, yeah, phenomenal choice. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for this week's Sunday Skate. John Lyons coming up next, so plenty of good Patriots talk if you've been, uh, you know, hanging around, if you're if you're done with done with hockey talk because the Bruins just have you you're miserable right now. But we will be back 9 a.m. next Sunday. Bridget, Razor, myself. Post-trade deadline. Post-trade deadline. So we will Big have week. we will have a trade deadline to react to. We will have a roster, the final roster, to break down and figure out exactly what the Bruins have as they hit the stretch run. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.